Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live. Coast to coast on the Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Going to talk to Trevor Sikama shortly from Pro Football Focus. He's at, is it called now just the Shrine Bowl? That's oh, what Drab called it. I believe that's correct. Or is it the East-West Shrine we Bowl? We can ask him. I believe he's on the line. I mean, all right, question. Trevor joins us right now on the Beck Y'all Guest Hotline. What is the event called now? Is it just the Shrine Bowl or is it the East-West Shrine Bowl? What is it? Still East-West. I, I think it is the East-West Shrine Bowl. At least that's what the uh, little the, the little notepads that they gave us so courteously uh, say on there. So I'm going to keep calling it the East-West Shrine Bowl until they change the logo. Hey, got you. Um, real quick, this is very you know sports radio hot take-ish, but let's get what Trevor's vote would be. We have two polls of the day. Um, number one, is Lamar Jackson a choker in the playoffs? And number two, did Dan Campbell's aggressive nature cost them a trip to the Super Bowl? How would you vote on both of those? I don't think that Lamar is a choker. That term is just so harsh, man. Yeah. I mean, when, when I look, he's going up against someone who is clearly in favor of God himself in Patrick Mahomes. It's just, <laughs> if, the, 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 how talented that guy is, how successful that guy is. And this is obviously a joke, nothing to take away from Mahomes. But you look at that game with the Ravens and shoot, even for as, I don't know, not stellar as you want to say that Lamar played in that game, they Flowers doesn't fumble that football going into the end zone. Who knows what the final score would be? So I don't want to sit here and say that he's a, he's a joker. So no, I'm not going to agree with that. And when it comes to Dan Campbell, look, it's kind of live and die by your own sword, right? I looked at that situation going into the half, and I was very surprised that they actually did not uh, – or that they did a field goal there at the end. And, and then and then I also was very shocked that they did not go about that that conversation the same way when it came to the end of the game. So I, I, I guess there's a lot of things to go into it. It's more than just one or two plays. There's no doubt about it. But – those were very crucial, and like Dan Campbell said, look, I'm, I'm comfortable in who I am. I'm comfortable in my aggressiveness, and uh, it seemed like he died by that sword as much as he lived by it throughout the whole season. Trevor, getting back to the Ravens for just a second, if you were to repick the 2022 NFL draft, where does Kyle Hamilton go? Because I mean, he looks he looks like a superstar. He's picked 14th. I mean, w- would he have been a top-five pick? And that's a pretty heavy defensive top-five there with Hutchinson, Sauce Gardner went four. Does does Hamilton go in top five? Where, where would you repick him? Yeah, I mean, he he certainly. If you, if you're allowed to see hindsight, all the ways that Mike McDonald has been able to use him, and I want to give Mike McDonald his credit, right? Because I think that 
he is one of the best young defensive minds in the game. There's no doubt about it. Not every defensive coordinator would have used Kyle Hamilton in all of those ways. So I, I'm not sure if we would have seen this kind of production from him outside of what we are seeing in Baltimore, but all that to say, we absolutely are now. So I would have picked him in the top eight, the top five, something like that. I had him as a top five player in that class. So regardless of where he was going to go, the overall talent, how you could use him, he's a, he's a super confident nickel defender. You can use him as a free safety. We saw how great he was in run defense yesterday as well. So, I mean, he is somebody who, was worthy of that defensive player of the year conversation that we, that, that we were having this year. And uh, he showed it yesterday, albeit in a loss. Do you think McDonald lands in Seattle with the head job there? I know he also has an interview with the commanders, but it seems like Johnson's has the inside track uh, to the commanders gig. Do you think he stays in Baltimore or gets one of the two remaining gigs? I think that Seattle should offer it to him. I really do. I mean, for what he has been able to do, not just with the Ravens, but uh, shoot what he did with Michigan as well. He has shown that, the way he sees the game, how he approaches this, and, and no matter what the experience level it is, no matter what age these guys are in, he not only is he great at defense, but he seems like a phenomenal teacher, right? Guys pick things up, and they play so confidently. It's a major part of why you were able to get the most talent out of the players that you have. So all that to say, I think Seattle feels like more of the perfect match for him, given the young defensive pieces that they have there with Witherspoon and Tariq Woolen and some of the guys that are still building along that defensive line. You know, they have a little bit of better veteran presence along the linebacker and edge spots, but that defense is kind of coming around. You've got an offense that's already established. You could bring in an offensive coordinator that you, uh, that you like, that you mesh with. And so to me, that is the better situation um, for him specifically. And I, I, and on the flip side, I love, Ben Johnson in Washington because of what we think is going to be a new quarterback coming in. You got a franchise quarterback and holy cow. I, I just waited every week. Not that I was, not that I was praying on Ben Johnson's downfall or anything, but it was going so well for him for two straight years. I, I just thought to myself, okay, where is the dud game? Like when is he, is he going to turn back into maybe, okay, this guy's not as stellar as we once thought, but it never came every mm-hmm. single week. It felt like it was just so efficient from him, even to what we saw yesterday where they take that massive lead on a 49ers defense. That's incredibly talented. So to me, I feel as though McDonald, uh, the, the, the most likely outcome for him feels like that Seattle head coach job. And for Ben Johnson, I feel like it is that spot in Washington. So if Johnson does come here, who who gets the biggest bump on the offense? Is it Dotson, who regressed in year two? Is it Terry McLaurin? Who do you see get having the biggest benefit of, of the holdovers that are still going to be here? I do think that it's going to be McLaurin because I look at Ben Johnson and I think that what he has done is he's just identified really talented players and, and he's just simply getting the ball in their hands in all sorts of different ways. And McLaurin, uh, you know, it, he's been a productive player in Washington, but think about what Detroit has done with Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, right. like a mid round pick where I, again, I'm not taking anything away from St. Brown. He showed us these kind of similar traits while he was at USC. It just was not valued enough on draft weekend, but Ben Johnson looked at this guy and he said, look, he's strong for his size. He's extremely quick. He's got great hands. He's good with separation, all this stuff. So I think that Ben Johnson's going to look at that and say, we have our next Amon Ross St. Brown already on the roster. A guy that is going to be a, 
use him at all times, use him in all ways kind of a player. And, shoot, we even saw Monterey St. Brown take a handoff out of the backfield yesterday, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the type of creativity that you look for uh, in an offensive mind. And, and I think that McLaurin is going to be that guy. I really do. Talking to Trevor Sikkim, a lead NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. So here in Washington, Rivera out. Maybe Ben Johnson will be the next head coach. Then the next huge question is, what do they do at number two? Um, we were looking at your mock draft that's from a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it's changed. Just fill us in on your take on Drake May, what you see from him uh, as a prospect, and then Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I, I think that both of these guys, obviously fantastic years. Uh, Jaden comes away with the Heisman Trophy. Uh, truly the most electric player in all of college football. And I think that it was deservingly so that he won that. And the thing that I love about Jaden Daniels, so I'll start with him, is you know, when, when he was playing at Arizona State, he was an afterthought to me. I did not really think that this guy was going to be a, a serious NFL draft prospect. I thought, okay, he's got a big arm and, you know, he's fast as a mobile quarterback, but, uh, you know, he's built like a rail. He's a slender guy. He still is to this day. He runs the ball a little reckless, and it felt like his offense while he was at Arizona State was simply, okay, I'm going to run the football and then once the defense starts to creep in a little bit, I'm just going to take my deep shots. It wasn't a lot of progressions. It wasn't going through things. There wasn't a lot of patience and tempo with how he approached the passing game when he was at Arizona State. He transfers over to LSU, and that first year at LSU, so not this past season but the one before, he had one of the lowest turnover-worthy play rates in the country for a starting quarterback. He really took to heart, I'm going to take care of the football I'm, I'm not going to turn this thing over. I'm not going to hurt my team. I'm going to make sure that I'm that kind of quarterback, first and foremost. And he was last year, and that was successful. But call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The average depth of target was down. The big-time throws were down. He was not pushing the ball as far as he needed to. And simply put, he wasn't as aggressive as he needed to be for his team to put up enough points to win the game. This year, he's taken those roots that he has now planted with better decision-making when it came to turnovers, and now he's turned up the heat. I mean, the the big-time throws are there. The big-time runs are there. Really, the only thing that you're looking for him now is can he continue to go through progressions at an NFL speed level, and uh, and is this somebody who's going to be able to take care of the football? Because he's got some scrambles where the defenders hit this guy, and you're like, come on, man. All the rules are, are there for you to slide and get protected and everything. You don't need to be taking these big hits and risking a fumble and risking injury. So definitely need to uh, maybe protect himself 
as much as he is protecting the football. And then Drake May, I mean, what more can you say about him, man? Most big-time throws uh, in the country over the last two years. I mean, he is just a big-game hunter. And look, is the ball placement perfect? No, of course not. If you watch Drake May, and, and I think the conversations have been skewed incorrectly because people look at Caleb Williams and they think, oh, okay, well, this is the guy who is great out of structure, is going to throw the deep ball everywhere, you know, he's going to scramble all around the field. But Drake May is more of the cerebral pocket passer, super accurate kind of a player. And, and look, they both possess some of those traits. But in reality, Drake May does a lot of stuff out of structure as well. You know, he, he is not just this statue robot precision passer in the pocket like I think people – like to say he is when comparing him to Caleb Williams. It's just not the case. And he is himself this, like I said, is big game hunter. He's got an arm that reminds people of Justin Herbert and his strength and velocity and things like that. But he himself still needs to get more accurate and more pinpoint. But you already love what you see from a guy who's 21 years old. He's just a true junior coming in. That's the type of quarterback that you want to take in the top three to invest in. So both of them really talented players for kind of uh, different skill sets. But to me, both great options at number two. But, but which, which do you think fits Johnson's play calling style, assuming he gets the gig? I still have Drake May as my QB2, and so I would still be tra- – if these two guys are on the board, I'm still taking Drake May. I mean, you look at Ben Johnson, you you say like, okay, well, obviously Drake May is a little bit closer to Jaden Daniels in style, but, you know, you never know. I, I guess, you know, chefs can only work with the ingredients that they have in the kitchen, right? And so, like, who knows? Maybe Ben, ben Johnson is sh- sit, sitting here and saying – oh, I would love to have a dual-threat type of a quarterback like Jaden Daniels. Maybe they do end up going that direction if it all comes out to play like this. But certainly from what we have seen from Jared Goff and and the play action and the crossing routes and, and the deep shots, like just all sorts of great pocket quarterback play. Not that Jaden Daniels can't do it. Just that Drake May has shown to do it at a very high level with a lot of big-time throws from the pocket as well. So, I would lean towards Drake May as this preference pick, if you will, but who knows? That's only because of what we have seen with Ben Johnson over the last couple of years with Jared Goff, but it's not like he's had an option like, hey, who do you want to, you know, who do you want to go with? Do you want to go with Jared Goff or do you want to go with an Anthony Richardson type of like running quarterback? Well, plus the uh, Carolina connection, right? You wonder how that factors in. (laughs) Yeah, and and obviously that's that's something that you, you think about, but. Obviously, you just you want to pick the right guy no matter what. The, the hometown kind of like, but that could be a tie goes to the runner bit. That could be. I, I don't mean, know. May, maybe you're right. Look, I, it, these two guys, like I said, are both really good, and and maybe the owner comes in and he's like, hey, we actually want the hometown. So maybe maybe it ends up coming to that. But uh, that's only if you love both prospects a lot. So. Right. Joined by Trevor Sikama, lead NFL draft analyst for Pro Football Focus at Tampa Bay Trey on Twitter. Where do you think the best field's landing spot is if Caleb goes number one to Chicago? Where's a good fit for him? I like Atlanta. I really do. I know that's a lot. That's that's the the landing spot that a lot of people talk about, but they are poised to take that next step. And and the reason why Arthur Smith gets fired is because a lot of people thought that that was going to be this year. And I think you look at how they have take whether it's you know not taking the shots or taking some swings and missed on that quarterback position. You looked at what they were able to do and it was just disappointing all around. So when you look at what fields was this past season, was it a perfect version of himself? No. And I think that's why you're moving on, right? Because the way that I tell talk to people in Chicago is 
look, if you're going to take a risk, which it is, on Justin Fields still ascending to a franchise-level caliber quarterback, or you're going to take a risk on Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels, you're going to do so with one of those guys where you can reset the quarterback contract window. So that's kind of the conversation that I have with the people in Chicago. But all that to say, I think that Justin Fields has a chance to, if he goes to Atlanta, win that division in his first year. I think that the team is that talented. And so to me, that continues to be my favorite spot. Trevor, Mm -hmm. give us a a name or two that's really impressed so far in practice down, down in Frisco. Man, I mean, there have been a handful of players. I think the, the wide receivers are really standing out. Isaiah Williams from Illinois, Malik Washington from Virginia, Taj Washington from USC. All of these guys, I think, have been unstoppable. I think Walter Rouse as well, if you want to go to the trenches, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma came in at a great size. He's got over 35-inch arms. He's been a monster. Mo Kamara, the pass rusher from Colorado State, really been flashing. The Clemson edge rusher, Xavier Thomas, who's just kind of – I mean, former five-star, he's just gone through a lot of injuries throughout his career. He is certainly showing his explosiveness. And then Texas Tech safety, Darian Taylor-Demerson. I mean, that guy is really standing out. I mean, when you know the playbook well enough to where he's sitting here before, as they're going through installs, like telling the corners around him, like, hey, you're actually supposed to stand here. Here's the leverage. And then explain to them why. I've kind of overheard some of those conversations. And he had an interception yesterday that was all about exactly where he needed to be and an overthrow happened, and he was right there to capitalize it. So I think those guys are a handful of players that uh, that have really stood out on my What side. about Frank Gore Jr.? Obviously his dad was a great running back. Frank Gore Jr. put up some big numbers at Southern Miss. Yeah, Frank Gore Sr. was also on the sideline. I don't know, man. The guy oh, yeah. probably suit up and get some goal line carries. I'm not going to lie to you. He still looks like he could have it. But, no, I, I mean, his son – uh, built very well. He comes in a smaller size, but he's yeah. got really quick feet, good contact balance. Like you said, those are two traits that you need to be as productive as he was. And the overall, like long speed, things like that, I think are a little bit limited with him. I think he'll probably end up being a day three pick, but he is somebody who, I mean, you guys know this. When you get a shot at running back, you come into camp, I mean, carries are up for grabs there aren't many teams in the nfl where you go yeah i mean these these carries are already spoken for if you you have a great camp if you have a great preseason you can running back is one of those positions that you can come kind of come out of nowhere no matter where you were drafted and impress the coaching staff enough to uh to get some looks during the season all right trevor appreciate the time and insight thanks pal we'll talk to you soon yeah i appreciate it guys anytime thanks trevor Trevor sikama from pro football focus where the junkies talking a lot of football On a Monday after championship weekend, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.